Out of quarantine edition, the second week running. Hey. Although our town is going to experience a local lockdown shortly, apparently. I'm Ben. I'm not joined by Gaz this week. I'm joined by his able stand-in friend of the show, Claire. Hey, Claire. Hi. And Mike, as usual, he's here. We're in his flat. Hello. Today we're going to talk about Dr. Voronov and his magic monkey balls. We will explain all of that later on. <laughs> it's an interesting tale, and one from... I always loved this period of history for science because everyone was just trying loads of daft shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when they stuck all their electrodes into corpses' faces to make them dance, to make their faces jiggle about and smile and yeah. frown and all that. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's new, let's try something. There's was, there was no morals and ethics code back then. I was going to say, proper free reign, isn't it? Mm. That's it. All right, Mike, would you uh, put the new and returning listeners on and yeah. we'll go through a few of them. We'll do some weird news and then we'll crack on to the main cut and thrust Portland, Oregon, Indianapolis, Indiana, Del Rio, Tennessee, Bagshot, never heard of that place, Wurrampton in the United Kingdom, Lots in Poland, Sydney, Australia, Midlothian, Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia, Eaglewood, CO, Colorado, I'm yeah. guessing, Brussels in Belgium, Amarillo in Texas, <laughs> another way, hey. <laughs> Miami, Florida, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, top three, Croydon, United Kingdom, Clifton, New Jersey, and Shrewsbury, United Kingdom. Thank you very much for listening. Weird news? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Right. My family thinks I'm an arsehole for wanting to name the baby after a Star Wars character. Depends which one. It's not a popular one. Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> the most pointless character in all. Of, no, the most pointless character in all of Star Wars is Boba Fett. Mm. He has like one moment, and that's it. Yeah, but he still looks cool. He does, but he's shit. But he he's shit. Cool. He does nothing. He's meant to be coming back. He's meant to have escaped from the Sarlacc pit. Has he? Apparently so. Cool. When it comes to a baby, picking a baby name, expecting parents have been making some bold choices as of late. We recently saw one child named after the devil, uh, something that was in Belgium, they tried to call their kid Lucifer, and twins named after a seafood dish. But one couple has been criticised by their own family after they picked out the name for their unborn daughter. Uh, he wrote, My wife and I are huge fans of the Star Wars movies. Huge. We met while camping out for the premiere of The Force Awakens, but they were fucking disappointed. Our spark was instant, and just a year later, I proposed with a ring hanging from the arm of a Ray Funko figure, and she said yes. So low, low expectations in life, this woman. Uh, everything about it is Star Wars, and I mean everything, from what we watch, to what we play, to our home decor. Our friends think we're a bit nutty, but we've always respected it until my wife got pregnant, and we shared the name we wanted when we found out we were having a girl. Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. That's what they're calling it. Yes. I mean... That, char- shit. that character did nothing. It nothing apart from no, I can't even think. What got crushed in a compactor? Yeah. I mean, I love a force, whatever it was, 
what would you call it? The weapon she used? I don't know. I don't light remember. Saber. No, it wasn't like a lightsaber, was it? Oh, she had one of them electric things. Was it that the battle or for some reason, the lightsaber couldn't cut through, even though a lightsaber can cut through anything. Apart from another lightsaber. Yeah. But she looked very shiny. It wasn't the best camouflage for a soldier, <laughs> was it? I mean, they're all in white, and she's like silver and glistening. That's the idea is to blind the enemy. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm a target. Anyway, they went. People went from being happy for them to uh, and, ex and excited to to appalled, and they think we're messing the child up for this. Why can't they call it like, Luke or Leia or or Leia Han? You know, Chewie. Chewie's better than Captain Phasma. That Chewie. <laughs> I call my son Chewie. I call me dog Chewie, not me son. People did suggest they call her Gwendolyn Christie. You know, because that's the actress's name. Yeah, Gwendolyn, though. Oh. Old school. Yeah, it's old, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. I'd, anyone got a view on this? Because I think these people are idiots. Why name it after such a shit character? It's entirely up to them, but I wouldn't have chose that. No, not me. I'd rather have Greedo. <laughs> the second most pointless character in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Says something you can't understand, then gets shot. <laughs> ah, but he shot first. Han shot first. Han always shoots first. Not in the special edition. Well, fuck the special editions, Mike. <laughs> like when Anakin came back as Hayden Christian as a force ghost at the end. Mm. Fuck that shit. Why isn't he an old man? It's actually, I saw that fucking meme was a, a Luke Vader's there and he's dying and he's like, Luke, take my mask off. And he's like, but you're dying. He goes, it's my constitutional right not to wear a mask. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, that, that's pretty much it. That's, that's that story. This is hilarious though. You'll love this, mate. US proposes change to shower rules after Trump's hair washing moan. <laughs> He hasn't got any hair! Uh, <laughs> Donald, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Donald Trump's hair has mesmerised many observers since he began his career in politics, but now the president's own pride in his locks has prompted the US government to propose an easing of shower pressure standards. It's because if he passes a shower, too, shower pressure too high, his hair just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it just falls off. It goes down the drain. Yeah, it actually tries to ties it back out. <laughs> With a dog biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's a trained poodle? <laughs> <laughs> or he gets his hair from a golden retriever? <laughs> the Trump administration proposed rule changes that would allow shower heads to boost water pressure after Trump repeatedly complained that bathroom fixtures do not work to his liking. The Department of Energy plan followed comments from Trump last month at a White House event on rolling back regulations. He said he believed water does not come out fast enough from fixtures. Fuck me. The fucking like country's falling apart from his eyes. There's only a thousand people dying a day from corona. But now, no, you know what I'm going to focus on? Shower heads. I just think the late... What's his riots on? in the streets and... He was worried about his that. Oh, he's a fucking... Do you think it's he Melina... He can't breathe, man, and, you know, he's going on about his hair. Do you think it's like... Is his wife Melina? Melina? Melania. Melania. Do you think that basically she's just using the shower head to pleasure herself and she's moaned that there's not enough pressure? Possibly. He's obviously not doing it for her. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do the side podcast with him. It's like, I live, he's my housemate. 
and he's had the bathroom done out and he's like got this big look awesome shower head it's like a waterfall and he's got this little one on the side and he's like have you ever used that little one i'm like no he's like no nah, no me he's like, I only got it because the missus had one i said why do you think the missus had one <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know a little handheld one you can take uh, off the wall <laughs> why do you think she had one that pulses sean <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this guy's a lunatic. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's fantastic. I was thinking a thousand people died a day. My hair's not getting wet enough. Uh, let's hope this buffoon hasn't got long left. Do you think he's going to get a second turbo? I don't think he's going to get voted in, but whether he leaves or not is another question. Yeah. Well, he's got to leave, hasn't he? It would be rude not to. <laughs> yeah, it would be rude not to. <laughs> I say, Donald, get your bag and fuck off. This isn't very British. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All through his life, he's played by his own rules, and he. So what's to change? Yeah, I didn't watch that documentary about him. He's had a life, and he crikey, he's been around the block a few times. I haven't seen that actually because oh, yeah, I can't. A lot of money. Let's put it that way. I can't bear to listen to the man for more than five minutes. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. Well, when he become, you know, president, I just wanted to know a little bit more about him because everyone's like always oh, putting him down and, and, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> See what, what's behind. What was your verdict? He's, he's, he's terrible, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's just a snatch grabber, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. You know, they have to, I mean, he even bragged about going behind backstage at Miss T in America pageants and, <laughs> and like, while well, the girl, the teenage girls oh. are getting changed and he was bragging about that and you're like, Nah, he's taking the paedophiles down, Ben. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. He's a part of Epstein's crew, isn't he? He's got to be. According to QAnon, though, he's the one in the vanguard fighting these paedophiles. Ah, but that's because it's like, it's the ultimate double bluff, isn't it? Mm Because he's well into it. Of course he is. He's like, hey, I'm going to distance myself from this, so um, I'm not a pedo, honestly. (laughs) Just all my friends. (laughs) Just all my friends. And everyone's like, no, but Trump Trump banned Epstein from his golf club. Yeah, he did. Because he was Epstein was apparently trying to get on with one of the members' daughters, so probably had to do something about that. But you know, so right, that's been much it for that one. Yeah, Claire, as is tradition, you're going to pop your cut into the ball virginity and read a weird news story for us. Please. Okay, Kim Jong Un orders the North Koreans to hand over their dogs so they can be used as meat. How tragic is oh, this? Oh yeah, I was shed a tear then. <laughs> Things can't get any worse for the poor cunts, so they're going to sacrifice their dogs to eat. Actually, in the 90s, their famine was so bad, there was widespread reports of cannibalism. Yeah. People were eating their children. I've so I suppose that. it's a step up for the dogs, but... I mean... There was no dogs back then. <laughs> Obviously, they had a dog shortage. <laughs> well, it is a, the high-end high society that has them uh, in Korea, isn't it? You know, it's not just commonplace oh, to have a dog. It? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, so it's the... Um... They have goats and stuff if you want a pet and stuff. <laughs> oh, you know, oh. I read this the other day, but I totally forgot about it, and it's just, you know, that's safe. So he's ordered all citizens to hand over their dogs so they could be killed for eating. The hermit says dogs are considered a decadent for the bourgeois ideology. <laughs> bourgeois Owning a dog is bourgeois. It's it too capitalist. <laughs> uh, it's a luxury and should be eradicated. Is it eradicated? Extradited. Extradited according to the report from Kosun. I left in South Korea. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That is awful. That is shocking. I think it tastes like that. 
Well, I went to King Kebab in Wolverhampton a few times, and I'm pretty I, sure I, that was dark. I was going to yeah. say, we probably are, dear, haven't probably, we? Along with yeah. the horse as well, yeah. with, that, with that scandal a few years ago. The old Finders. Yeah. <laughs> Finders. I used to eat them. Shit, it's got to yeah. be in everything yeah. around us, I think. I was wondering what happened to Shergar. <laughs> we saw them green next. <laughs> if not already, mate. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's to say? What's in that uh, unknown quantity in the in the food? I mean, yeah, the dog has like meat and it says 84% moisture. And it's like, really? 84%? Are you sure? <laughs> Seems excessive, but maybe it's all person. That's that terrible. Me. That is terrible, though. I mean, for fuck's sake. Leave the dogs alone, Kim. Cut down on your cheese. Apparently, he's a massive cheese. Yeah, he, he, you know, he's a massive cheese. He's, he? <laughs> he's, he's not eating dog. Or <laughs> no. he, look at the size. He's not eating dog. Look at that face. Uh, <laughs> he's eating about 10 dogs a day. <laughs> he's like, give up your dogs. I've been eating dogs for years. Never done me any harm. Woof. Someone throw a ball for him. <laughs> oh, that is terrible, though. Force them to abandon or forcibly confiscate them. Like, no, lassie. Well, fucking hell. And all the dogs are probably called Kim Jong-il. <laughs> is he? Oh, no, real. He's Kim Jong-un. They're all named after his dad. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you, if you called your dog Kim Jong-un, yeah. it'll probably be safe. Probably would, yeah. We called him after our dear leader. Oh, all right, then. Keep him. Yeah. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> right. Right. Do you want to crack on with the, the main cut and thrust, then? Yeah, let's go for it. Dr. Vodov. And his magic monkey balls. The quest for immortality has gone down some strange routes over the course of uh, of human history. Don't confuse immorality with immorality, though. Yeah, that's a that's totally different. Totally different thing. So, you know, drinking liquid mercury, alchemy, the philosopher's stone, the elixir of life, the fountain of youth. None are possibly quite as strange as the work of Dr. Sergei Voronov. Known in his time as the monkey gland expert, Voronov believed that human ageing could be halted or even reversed by transplanting monkey testicles into people. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is legit. Yeah? <laughs> you know, to He was heralded at the time. He was. He was like, oh my God, this man's a genius! <laughs> <laughs> he was born in Russia in 1886. What is with the Russians and the thing about monkeys? I mean, we had the... The guy who tried to make the humanity yeah. was Russian. What is it about the Russians and putting monkey well, penis into... Well, they're the Russians. Well, that's true. They've always been a bit nuts, <laughs> yeah, haven't they? <laughs> so it's the cold weather and cheap vodka. Yeah. Just... <laughs> he was born in Russia in 1866. Uh, he moved to France at 18, where he studied under a guy called Alexis Cowell, who was a surgery and transplant pioneer, who won a Nobel Prize for his work on sewing blood vessels after transplant. So... That's quite important. That's good. Yeah. Through his studies with, with Carol, Voronov became fascinated with the idea of animal to human transplants. And that's not that crazy at this point because, I mean, didn't they put a pig's heart in some guy? They have. They have yeah, been. that works because we're a bit similar. So yeah. I, don't know how long, I don't know how long you live for after until it exploded. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, I think he's all right. I think it's safe. Well, all right. The idea being it could restore youthful vigour and cure diseases via a transfer of hormones. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he began uh, in 1887, he began uh, working with experimental physiologist Charles Edward Brown's Sequard. What a fucking name that is. 
who also had a thing for putting animal glands into people, including himself. He injected his body with a serum containing crushed up matter from the testicles of guinea pigs and dogs. <laughs> Why not? At least he's tested it on himself. Started pissing up Lambos, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing people's butts. <laughs> yeah. He did have this increase of hostility towards a postman as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like chasing him down the drive. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This led Baranoff to conclude that tissue grafts were the way forward. Because no point injecting it, you've got to put it straight into the body, into the, the very meat and, and meat veg. sack. Meat and veg, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In 1896, Voronov moved to Egypt and he turned his eye to eunuchs. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't know, a eunuch is a man that's had his testicles forcibly removed, usually because he's the bloke that looks after the harem. So if you've got the sultan or the pharaoh or the guy in charge, he's got his little harem, doesn't want those women getting too frisky, so puts the eunuchs in. They can't fuck them. Makes sense, doesn't it? Makes sense. Not if you... Hey, I'm going, that... I'm going for this job. Oh, I'm looking after the sultan's women. <laughs> well, that sounds brilliant, mate. <laughs> But you get to fuck a few, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well done, you've got the job. Put your nuts in this guillotine. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's in the job description? <laughs> yeah. He basically noticed that their obesity, lack of body hair, broad pelvises, as well as their flaccid muscles, I'd imagine there's one flaccid muscle. Hey. <laughs> lethargic movements, memory problems, and lowered intelligence. And all of this he blamed on the lack of testicles. Well, this makes sense, doesn't it? He's, he, and then I wrote, there's magic in them there balls. Uh, they do live ten years longer than someone with bollocks, though. Do they? Yeah. They do get quite fat. One though. way to extend your life by ten years is to cut your bollocks off if you're a man. Right. A bit okay. drastic, mind. Do, do, do you know the science behind that, Mike? Yeah, yeah. It's, te- it's the testosterone. Testosterone. The testosterone is killing me. I assume so, yeah. The anger and the... God, I should be dead in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, I haven't just... tried it myself. A bit, bit of a drastic measure. What about, what about if you you get cancer, right, and you're on your deathbed, and you go, cut my nuts off, and they do it, and you survive, and you leave yeah. it for another ten years? Sadly, it doesn't work like that. Oh. So it's not it's like on a, average. Uh, what if I just cut one off to an extra five years? <laughs> no, I don't think it works like that. No. Well, this is a stupid idea, then. I'd rather die. I'd rather I die ten years earlier. I wouldn't advise it, but if living longer is what you want and you're a man, that's one way to do it. Well, you could also say, I want to lose three stone of useless fat. I'll cut my head off. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's the same thing, really. Um. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a bit different. Well, all right. So working for 14 years in an Egyptian hospital, he then returned to working on animals, transplanting organ, tissue and bone between different species, implanting testicular tissue from younger animals into older ones to improve their vigour. Did it work? Well, well, apparently, yes. It sort of makes sense. I suppose it does. Yeah. um, You get them people that inject um, youthful blood into them, don't they? These old people that... What do you mean? 20 grand and they get the blood of... of a young man. Is that the Illuminati or something? Honestly? <laughs> I've read it yeah. Mike, with the whole pedo gate scandal going on. <laughs> how Honestly, you, there's How no do you think Prince clinics. Philip's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not blood, it's adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> what 
are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> injecting young injecting young people's blood That's into it. it. They did it. They do it now. Some people do it. Keith Richards tried to have his blood changed at one point. He did. And so did Lemmy. Well, they did it on Keith Richards. And then they said to Lemmy, Keith Richards has had his blood changed. They just sort of flood you out one end, put stuff in the other. And he's like, well, that sounds great. He goes, it's given him a fresh start completely. You know, none of the toxins in his blood. So they went and they and they took a sample of Lemmy's blood and they said, no, we're not doing it. And he's like, well, why is that? He says, because if we change your blood, Lemmy, you die. You've got that much speed in your system. Your body would just like, go to shock. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally what living on that. speed and Jack Daniels. That is your blood. <laughs> <laughs> so he came to believe that the, the higher simians, like chimps, etc., you know, the ones who are more closely related to us, would be the perfect donors for humans because we're close to them biologically, you know. What, what do you share with a chimp? 98%? Something like that, yeah. 99.8, something like that. What I love, this is the quote from the article. I'm not calling this young Frenchman an idiot, but Voronov implanted a chimp thyroid into a young French, quote, idiot. <laughs> in 1915 and claimed over the next year his mental faculties returned to normal there's a picture of that mm-hmm. and oh, he, I saw it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he does look different it's like he looks a bit simple in the one and then he doesn't in the other you're like well maybe there's something to this because at this point in the article I'm thinking oh, wow think of what I could do if I just got myself injected with a load of monkey semen <laughs> directly into my balls I mean, wow, he could have staged the photos though. He could mm. have said, "Look like a simpleton on that one, and that one looked normal." Early could... Photoshop. Mm. Oh, the one he's like giving—he's got a nut allergy. And he's giving some nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he looked like though. His face was like, like you know, yeah. sort of bloated. Uh, yeah. Like, it, as a, roll them on your lip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, he's giving nuts both figuratively and literally <laughs> in that <Yes>. scenario. <laughs> Monkey nuts. He's allergic to monkey nuts. The thing is, it's 1915 he's doing that. The First World War's going on. Has he got better things to do? He's a doctor. Go at the front, help people. Cut someone's leg off. Do something something productive. This is his moonlighting, surely. (laughs) They did call him back to France because of the war. And then he just decided to piss about putting monkey thyroids in simpletons. (laughs) You know... In his 1920... So after this, he went back to testicles. In his 1920 book, Life, A Study of the Means of Restoring Vital Energy and Prolonging Life, he said, and I'm going to quote, the sex gland stimulates cerebral activity as well as muscular energy and amorous passion. It pours into the stream of the blood a species of vital fluid which restores the energy of all the cells and spreads happiness. I'll have three, please. (laughs) (laughs) You best do, yeah. I'm thinking about breaking into Chester Zoo after this. I can't go with me. Uh... (laughs) Funnily enough, though, my granddad had the heart of a lion. Did he? Yeah, and a lifetime ban from the zoo. Oh, dear. That's a dad joke of a room. Bloody hell. Technically a granddad joke. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Basically, taking healthy sexual gland tissue from monkey testicles and then uh, sewing it into the testicles of aging humans to inject the body with, with life itself. Doesn't sound comfortable. <laughs> well, they, I mean, I suppose surgery wasn't that dangerous at this point. They had anaesthetics. Uh, they had yeah. basic knowledge of, of antiseptics, and you know, little little stitch. I don't even remember, we're not talking massive here. We're not talking you'd like little of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> that is big ball energy. 
<laughs> Have you seen Paradise PD, the second season of that? Oh, fantastic. Watch that, big ball energy. The, the chief has no testicles, he had them shot off. And he goes to the backstreet organ donor, and he ends up with this massive sack of testicles. Like, just, and he goes to the doctor, he's like, put them in me, and then he, he passes out, and he just wakes up, he's got 50 testicles in that two massive ball sacks. He's like, get on with this guy. He probably would. <laughs> His um, first monkey testicle to man testicle, it's called a xenograft. Right, okay. Was in July 1920. He took a small scrap of young monkey testicle, just a few centimetres long and a few millimetres thin, and sewed it into the patient's scrotum. He insisted it could do anything from returning youthful energy, curing senility and schizophrenia, to radically prolonging life. An increase in sexual ability was obviously implied and... Uh, even though he wasn't so much into that, everyone else seemed yeah, to be. It's like, wait, so you mean I can fuck like a gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He called it rejuvenation. Mm. I personally call it rejaculation. Uh, Patent pending. I call it the placebo effect. You think? You think this is placebo? Of course it is. You don't think there's anything to it? Of course not. It's insane. I'm too busy thinking about the monkeys, you know. How are they getting these bits of balls from these monkeys? You know, what, who was there? Well, the monkeys, the monkeys were consenting in this, you know? No, they don't have it good in this, to be fair. You know, were they, were they, you know, got a bit of anaesthetic and all, you know, what's going on? Poor monkeys. That's it, isn't it? It's like, oh, poor monkeys. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm thinking placebo effect. Someone's gone and said, look, I've had this done. He's not going to say it's done nothing. He's going to say, look at me, I'm, I'm more virile, I'm healthier. Yeah, when it's just a placebo effect. All right. Well, I've seen the photos, Mike. These guys do look younger once they've had it done. Yes, yeah, manipulated, can't it? You should see what makeup could do, uh, and a bit, of, you know. Yeah. Mm, okay. A bit of lighting. A bit of lighting, yeah. Okay. Well. Nice shave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shave <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah. The procedure gained such popularity, and it had. I'm oh, no, sorry. 1923. He gets to become the director of the experimental laboratory at the College de France, who must have been quite open-minded. Well, like you say, it was the times, wasn't it? They didn't really know that much, and there weren't any, there weren't like strict rules and things. No, this Ethics is true. And standards. Standards. So anything goes, basically. It's the wild west of medicine. I love this period of, of medicine and history and, and science. I love it because it's like, let's try shit. You got Tesla sat there in a fucking room full of electricity, not giving a shit. <laughs> Edison's electrocuting elephants just to yeah. prove he can. And for every uh, Edison, you've got a, a million of, uh, well, it's a thousand of these guys. That... Well, don't forget... Um, Slicing up screws. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget our favourite mad scientist, uh, Harry Deathray Matthews. Of course. He did an episode on him. It was fantastic. He's just a complete con man that conned the British government out of thousands. Because they I've got a death ray. He, and the French, wasn't he? And the French. He was like, well, if you're not going to buy it off me, I'm going to go to France. And they'll, have, and they'll have my death ray, resulting yeah. in a car chase through London to a private airfield. <laughs> I got the government official chasing him through the streets of London in cars. It's fucking amazing. Oh, wasn't there a film about that? There should be. We should write yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> monkey bollocks. Touch, touch the monkey's knackers. Yeah. I love that. 
and the procedure gained such popularity that a special reserve was being set up in Africa specifically to capture and keep and maintain monkeys for gland transfer. Oh. And if you notice, the Russians did that with their humanity thing, went to Africa, set up a, a, a chimp sanctuary, started trying to put human spunk in female chimpanzees and, and vice versa. True? Oh, no? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Stalin wanted a bunch of ape soldiers. <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Stalin, visionary, creating Planet of the Apes 20, 30 years before it was even thought of. Yeah. <laughs> now, we did present this whole thing to a thousand strong crowd at the International Congress of Surgeons in London and most seem more interested in the cure for impotence uh. <laughs> than Voronov. Um, he was more interested in like the uh, the prolonging the life and potentially immortality because mm. he knew that yes alright I'm putting this thing into you but it's only going to last for so long. You yeah, know, come back. Three to five years you've got to come back you have another one put yeah. in. Yeah? But so he's like potentially if I, you know, people keep doing this, you could become immortal. Or you end up That's like bollocks. Benjamin Button. <laughs> you just age backwards and change. Progress into an ape. <laughs> you actually go backwards on it. <laughs> hey, mate, I've been down Dorney High Street today. I've seen loads of that. Cider. <laughs> he said that the, 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 the raging libido was obviously just a side effect, and I'm sure all the surgeons went, Really? Mm. Mm. how intriguing <laughs> and at the congress he announced the procedure would soon be available to women too he said that old women would soon be dancing around like uh, debutantes there you go Claire <laughs> get yourself a monkey ovary put into you <laughs> <laughs> uh, surely that would be full of estrogen as well yeah, well, yeah so it would make you Wild. Wild. Should <laughs> <laughs> be a wild face ripping off monkey sort of rabbit. Is that what happens with too much estrogen? <laughs> well, you know, we have the monthlies, let's not oh, yeah, go there, innit? Get you know, women shit. I mean, let's face it, if Claire had had that done now, she would just be pouncing on your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just biting at your face until you gave her what she wanted. <laughs> she would have no control. No, exactly. No, no, I think I'll... Give me the monkey balls! <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave the ovary out <laughs> <laughs> oh, So by the no- mid-1920s, at least 300 people had undergone this procedure, including one woman receiving the xenograft of the monkey ovary. How did she do? It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say a lot she about it. <laughs> she, well, she is now. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably she never received more monkey ovaries, otherwise she'd still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> a demand increased, and like any... Good mad scientist, he bought himself a castle in Italy. Oh, as you do. It looks magnificent, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was, ma- it was a fucking beautiful castle. Holy castle. <laughs> yeah, he even had a mm. chimp enclosure in there <laughs> and a little hospital. So he could just go straight from garden. It's like, this, this chimp's been reared in my own personal garden. Oh. It's an organic chimp. <laughs> <laughs> organic chimp balls put into you. <laughs> yeah, I was reading that article. 10,000 a pop. Yeah, 10,000 10, francs a pop. 10,000 is today's money. Uh, in then money, so it's even more today. Oh, man, I mean, yeah. You're probably talking, I don't want the franc, well, the franc doesn't exist anymore, does it? So. Yeah, no. Today's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Euro sceptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He then started to do the procedure to young sheep. You're thinking, well, if I could be so burdened, you know, and, and things like that, mm. I could make them stronger, make them last longer. 
So he tried it with sheep and he claimed the animals showed increased size and strength, basically creating a race of super sheep. <laughs> Again, is he claimed, isn't it? I'm a bit skeptical on that bit. I want to see the evidence. <laughs> you, you don't want to see a really buff sheep. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a fucking massive beard. <laughs> bollocks the size of your head. <laughs> Goats bollocks are like that anyway, mate. Yeah. It's going to fuck you, then it's going to fucking kill you. <laughs> it's going to take your balls to add to its, t- to add to its own glands. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doubting the validity of what you're saying. That's all I'm... The science officer's doubting the validity of this. <laughs> okay. He notes doing this to a young human would have had the same response and maybe even leading to immortality. Keep doing it. Live forever. Because Claire said 10,000 uh, francs a person. He, he tried to implant a, a human ovary into a monkey. That didn't work. Tried to impregnate animals with human sperm. Again, didn't work. There's these Russians and putting human semen into animals. What, what the hell were they going to do with it? If it did come out, what yeah. were they going to so, do? Oh, here's, here's, my, here's this experiment. It's man-bear pig. <laughs> but if they're a little like, halfway between human and apes, they could be our slaves. Oh, oh man, that's oh, fucking that's some Nazi eugenic shit going on right there. That is. I'm not saying that I, you know. You're not saying that you've got downstairs. You've got a a flat full of half human, half monkeys who've been raised from birth to slave to every will. Is that every whim? Is that what you're saying? Not yet, Ben. But I'm going to. <laughs> He's got the Oh, so this is, the effects lasted three or five years, as I said. So, and he said, well, the, because the gland dies off, but if you have another one in, boom, you're back in the game. <laughs> Penis ain't going down, you're not younger. <laughs> then, sadly, in, sadly for him, in 1935, testosterone was discovered and his theory seemed a little silly. Because he never actually said what it was in the gland. Yeah. He was just convinced there was like this life essence in there. You know, and then everyone went, oh, it's testosterone, that's what, that's what does that. And they're like, oh. Well, maybe not. Maybe these monkey balls ain't working then. Well, right. they, thought, well, they could have been. They could have been. I. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to our conclusions mm. at the end, even though Mike has well and truly come off the fence. <laughs> and he died in 1951, wealthy but discredited. Never rejuvenated himself. Ah. Uh, see, I would have. Of course, that's why I know it's bollocks. <laughs> Is it? I'd have been still alive now. <laughs> if he'd really found an elixir of life and to prolong your life, he would have done it himself. I'd, I'd, I'd have done it to myself. How did he die though? Old age? Just old age, 1951, yeah. yeah. If he was hit by a bus, it's different. <laughs> yeah. He was claiming 140, so he may still have been around. Yeah, he was saying. Maybe he faked his own death. <laughs> Uh, Maybe he's like, actually, this shit works, right? I'm now immortal. Every five years, I go and have another monkey gland put in my balls. Live forever. Maybe he faked his own anybody. death. Don't tell anyone. Mum, mum's the word. <laughs> nah, he's dead. Yeah, I'm pretty 100% sure he's dead. I like to think he's still trotting around now looking smug. <laughs> Maybe he's listening to this. I it's hope he is. With his massive monkey balls. Mm. <laughs> If you are listening, please get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know your secret. <laughs> no, I just want it done. I want to take ten years off me. That's what I mean. Yeah. Two thousand monkey-to-man testicle grafts were performed worldwide. 
India, France, all over Europe, across the globe. Two thousand. And two thousand ten thousand francs a pop. Yeah, a lot of money. You know? That gets you a lot of castles, that does. <laughs> Do a lot of castles. <laughs> a strange footnote to this is in nineteen twenty seven Wolverhampton Wonders Football Club appointed a guy called Frank Buckley, the major Frank Buckley, actually was a legitimate major. Fought in the First yeah. World War in the, in the football battalion. Oh, fair play. That was all the footballers who yeah, volunteered together. Got put in, so we lost all our best footballers in one battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know. Scottish teams lost their entire team. Yeah, well, that's no big loss for Scottish football, <laughs> is it? The shit. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're even more shit now. Oh, man, imagine if those guys had lived. Mm. Scotland would be world beaters. Yeah. <laughs> And in 1937, he was responsible for football's first doping scandal. <laughs> he was injecting his players with monkey gland extracts. He did take it himself first, <laughs> give him the due, and probably pet pills containing amphetamines. Yeah. You know, that's not so bad, though. A scientist called Menzies Sharp, genuine name, approached Buckley about the radical treatment and he said that stamina, recovery time and improved performance would follow if they started just mm. doing this. And he did try it on himself, as I said. He tried it for three or four months. He loved it. Mm. Said he felt rejuvenated and invigorated. And so he encouraged them. He asked the players. He didn't make them do it. He asked the players right. if they would do it. And a lot of them did say yes. Some of the younger players said no because mm. they're in long-term consequences. But, you know, this was 1937, the world's teaching on the brink of war, and if I was in my 20s and thinking, don't fancy that, I'll have it in. Maybe they'll find me some, I'm some cushy posting that's not on the Western Front. Well, they, they wanted to get you at the front, wouldn't they? You're super soldier now. Oh, shit, yeah. A backfire. Oh, fuck. Like Captain America, but filled in monkey glands. Yeah. It was a six-week programme, and every three or four days, you'd have an injection. Yeah. Walls at the time, were the the best team in the world. Yeah, I just was there was a marked improvement in yeah. the Wolves' side. They beat Everton 7-0 and Leicester City 10-1 the season they started taking these things. Didn't you say amphetamines as well, Luke? And amphetamines. Yeah. Right, I think it's got a little bit more to do with the amphetamines yeah, than, than, than the old uh, monkey I think balls. you're right there, Claire. I like to think that it's the monkey guns. <laughs> I don't know, have you ever, you know, never... Yeah, I... Have the amphetamines? Um, it's the bit, woo! <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but it's like... It's probably not. Well, it probably I is. I can actually. see me playing football. Honestly, <laughs> and, you know, you've never played you before in your life. <laughs> give me the ball! Give me the ball! Give me the ball! Ah! Eleven players fucking on speed compared to eleven players that aren't. They're all gonna win ten more. Of course. Yeah, but then you've got to drag them back out of bed the next day. They're already sleeping. Well, yeah. Doesn't matter. You've got to have got a match for another day, Yeah. So this, because this was so successful, the FA eventually investigated it. And it refused to ban them as long as the players take it voluntarily. Well, yeah, we don't have a problem with it as long as everyone's taking it voluntarily. It makes the game more interesting. <laughs> and that's where I think about the Olympics. It should be a normal Olympics and then a drug takers Olympics. Let the guys who are taking performance enhancing drugs have their own Olympics. Let's see what the human body can actually do when pumped full of performing enhancing chemicals. Yeah, but it's all about safety, isn't it? People do, do die from overdosing. Yes, but if it's voluntary, it's fine. <laughs> what about that woman that's got too much testosterone in her body that's got sort of mm. like... Oh, p- fuck. Picked on almost she? because she's she's more man than some men, you know? And it's a bit... I think that's a bit shady, to be fair. Was she a Jamaican sprinter? I can't 
can't remember, but I, I saw it in the yeah. news and it, it's just... She had a very crazy. square jaw. <laughs> I mean, she was a woman. She's biologically yeah, a woman. Yeah, biologically, you know, all that. You know. But I'm not sure, and don't quote me on this, if she had, like, testicles that were inside her body that she wasn't aware of. Right, okay. And that's why she had such mm. high testosterone levels. She was an, she was a bit an of a XY, wasn't she? XXY something like that. It was got, it was yeah. ridiculously rare, but that's why because she was obviously stronger because of all the testosterone. Yeah, she's got a bad shoe, she should be a silver yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, else, isn't it? And she should compete. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Back to monkey balls. Back to monkey balls. So successful was the gland treatment that Portsmouth, Tottenham and Chelsea started doing it. And in the FA Cup final in 1939 just before the outbreak of World War 2 because the FA Cup final was in August at start of August FA Cup final yeah end of August oh that's the end of August well, it was and, different back then we don't know oh yeah true it well, may have been different second World War was 3rd of September that started yeah. so we're talking a few, uh, a few weeks before yeah. um, it was known as the monkey gland final because it was between Portsmouth and Wolves Portsmouth won 3-0 Apparently, taking it as well. Yeah, the manager said, well, maybe we just had better glands that day. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. It's a great excuse. It's fantastic. Nothing to do with my tactics, nothing to do with my <laughs> squad selection. It's the, they have better monkey glands than the <laughs> That's it. It's a shit speed, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Different dealer. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is talcum powder, <laughs> not speed. <laughs> oh, dear. I love this. I want it desperately to be true and I want it desperately to work. I don't want it done, I just want it desperately to work. <laughs> I, wish, I wish it was that simple. Immortality. Have some monkey glands in your balls. Mm. I'll live forever. Who wants immortality, really? I Honestly, do. Really? Yeah. You're 80, you're going to really be walking anywhere. Yeah, but if I'm young... <laughs> I suppose so. You know, I mean, it's either cutting off an immortal's head in a sword fight in an underground car park well, in downtown you? New York... Yeah, they reckon the first... First immortal human has been born. Have they? Yeah. Because obviously we've seen who who's born in forty or something. <laughs> as the advances in medicine, yeah, so like when that child now gets to eighty, which is the average lifespan of us, yeah, mm-hmm. it may have been able to prolong life to hundred and twenty. By the time they get to hundred and twenty, it would have been prolonged to hundred and forty. So they're, they might be like chasing the uh, chasing the chasing the dragon chasing the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what, the first immortal human being may have, may have been yeah, born. Yeah, but you can keep your body nice and fresh and that. Well, what about your mind? You know, a lot of dementia well, and all sorts. Well, we don't know, do we? Well, you've got to keep your brain active, though, haven't you? I mean, that's part of. I mean, most of dementia isn't it? Just people who just kind of like my nan had it, and all she did was sit in front of the telly all day. Killing her brain cells. Killing her brain cells. <laughs> well, um, Robin Williams had dementia, didn't he? Did he? That's why he killed himself. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I that. just thought that was depression. I thought it was depression. He had that as well, but I think he had dementia. He didn't want to... It is hereditary. For it. it is hereditary to, uh, to an extent, yeah. isn't it, I think? But in some cases, it is literally just that you just don't keep your brain active and it no, just starts to die know. off as you get older. I don't know if it's that. I think we find less uh, things less funny as we get older. Well, you start so. watching Mrs. Brown's Boys, <laughs> don't you? So that's a fucking big thing. No. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I Divorce him. <laughs> Divorce him. <laughs> Give him some monkey glands if you yeah, can. I will. I will. I have to get them. Get yourself down to the zoo. <laughs> mm. Excuse me, zookeep. Dudley's got some, not yeah. Excuse me, Zookeep, I'd like a bag of your finest monkey testicles. 
<laughs> Post haste. <laughs> I think Mr. Burns from The Simpsons is definitely on the monkey clan treatment. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He'd love that shit. But he has the UFO treatment as well. Oh, he? <laughs> I bring you peace. He's bringing peace. Don't let it get away. Break its legs. No. Oh, he was on weed, it? <laughs> He probably was. It's like every week he undergoes a, a series of procedures to to extend his life by another week. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Mike, you're off the fence. Give us your verdict. Give us the official science officer Mike verdict. Well, it's a nice idea, but I, I, I don't think it's true. It's a nice idea. <laughs> Oh, it's an original idea. Okay, I'll go with original. <laughs> original is a case. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that... You think it's rubbish? Well, yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's been proven to be surely, now. Surely someone's debunked it. Well, yeah, of course. Testosterone being discovered debunked go. it. But... Claire, what do you go for? Do you like the idea? Do you think, do you think we should keep doing it? No, we should not. <laughs> would you like a chimpanzee ovary, Mike? Would you no. like some chimpanzee glands? No, you're right. No, no I'm alright for chimpanzee glands. I think it's amazing though that it, it became so popular that football players are taking it and. It's a bold move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bold move. Let's see if it pays off. And it did. <laughs> Even if it was just a placebo effect, it mm. still paid off. <laughs> Like we said, it was probably the amphetamine. There's nothing sport. wrong yeah, with the I, think, I definitely go with drugs. Too, yeah, but it? I mean, like those pet pills, it might not have all been complete amphetamine. It could have been like other stuff in there, you know, a bit of a, I don't know, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> sugar, um, a bit of amphetamine. Because you, you, like, you can buy like legal speed, like their pet pills as such. It's like athletes use it to shit. train. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's awful. <laughs> I did it once. It was terrible. Yeah. No, it wasn't at a festival. No. I was hoping someone move. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to help this person move. No, they said, so I'll just take some no, they said, speed. No, they literally said... See if it speeds at the time. Exactly. And it did. <laughs> <laughs> that sofa fucking flew down the stairs, I'm telling you. Mm. <laughs> did it do a flat? Oh, dear. <laughs> Well, at least it's got some use, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm going with the drugs. It was it was all the drugs, uh, the amphetamines. But what about the pictures of people looking younger and that young French idiot boy? Uh, doctored, in it? Do you think it's doctored or... Yeah, or staged or whatever. I can be easily manipulated. A monkey sperm on a face, I don't I know. think it was just a... <laughs> I thought Spur on the face did it for them anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's like, who was it? Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. She has like cloned foreskins that are liquefied and then injected like a tattoo gun. It's like, a, you know, the four needles on a tattoo into gun. Into a lip. Into, <laughs> into, a, into her face. And apparently it's not, but I saw her in a film. I think I could do that with, with, with this, these couple of wrinkles, you know. <laughs> Give me the foreskins. Give me the foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> I did see her in a film the day and she still looked great. And she's what, in her 40s now? She's, she does not look her age, so maybe there's something to it. Yeah. Maybe we should start killing the young to preserve it. I mean, no, no, let's not do that. <laughs> all, of a sudden, I'm, all of a sudden, I'm in the same club as... <laughs> in that adrenochrome club, I don't want that. Epstein's club. Mm. No, we'll stay out of that. Yeah. Although there's no evidence to suggest he was doing the adrenochrome. None of that in the Shire. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd imagine there's a lot of it goes on in the Shire. <laughs> yeah. 
more remote places in the Shire. There is. <laughs> and there's that satanic cult, isn't there? Which there is. Is there? In Shropshire, yeah. Yeah. That's oh. considered the um, well, the worst satanic cult in the world, apparently. Mike, do you know you know a lot about this? What's going on? What they called? Oh, I can't remember. Talks about it in is it the Satanism? Order of Seven Angles or something like that? We, is, we, we did Satanism as one of our yeah. first episodes. I don't think it's the Order of Seven Angles. That's something uh, different. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. It's the Order of something. Yeah, these guys are like hardcore sacrificing, worshipping. In the yeah. Shire. In, in the, the Shire. Shire. They came out of Wales, oh, yeah, yeah, in the 60s. And they settled in Shropshire. <laughs> but apparently there's, there's anywhere between seven and a thousand members. Seven. That's, that's a very vague. That's, a very, that's yeah. such a vague figure. I know. They definitely know there's seven core members in Shropshire. Right. But they say that they've got followers all around the world, in the thousands, and so it could be it could be anything. Right. Like our listenership. <laughs> no, our, our listenership's not quite as high as seven, but. <laughs> Yeah, because they hate all other types of Satanism, because Satanism nowadays is pretty much just being secular humanism. Mm. You know, you try and make the best your best you can be for yourself. And you just kind of use Satan as a thing to piss off the religious more than anything. But no, these guys are well into it. They're sacrificing, doing all sorts. Crikey. Yeah. Right under our noses mm. in the show, right? Yeah. Your neighbour could be one of them. We wouldn't know. Probably are. Yeah. They've got to go through certain rituals to go up the ladder. Um, one of them is... Being a hermit for six months, just total cut off from society. Oh, I did that during lockdown. We've all done that. So back to monkey balls, yeah. I'm down for it. I think I think we should try it again. What's the harm? If it knocks years off someone, fuck it. Why not? Now you're gonna get around these ethical standards. Well, we just have to. Just to drop a few ethics on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do need to drop a few ethics. This, you know, science stuff. These like cloning and stuff like that. Because I'm down for human cloning. Let's have a go. Because if you can, like, pop me into a new body, or I'll have a new liver or new lungs or something like that, which, let's face it, about another ten years, I'm probably going to need a new liver. Right, okay. What are we going to do with this, like, all grown-up Ben that's just sort of, like, on ice waiting for you to need a new liver? Well, we'll just take his liver, keep him on ice. <laughs> Put mine in him. Job's a good one. <laughs> Well, yeah. they just clone oh, my liver. A, we've talked a few ethics, so it's okay. <laughs> yes, it? so. <laughs> we talked a bit last week. There's a man having a penis grown on his arm. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, you know, it's going to be reattached to him. You know, why not? Why not just grow my liver in a test yeah. tube? Well, you know, yeah, they're, they're growing a lot of fur stuff these days, aren't they? I think they may be able to digitalize our consciousness in the future. Oh, altered carbon style. Mm. See, I'd go for that. Yeah, who wouldn't? No, I think communication would be a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Sean seems to think that you'd lose like a part of yourself every time. Oh, yeah. We had this big yeah, debate, and he's like, cause I don't believe. Data does get corrupted. Yeah, he's, he's like, the soul, the soul's part of the body. It's like that thing in you, that little spark. It's not necessarily something that goes to an afterlife, but it's just that little yeah, spark you in you. soul, then, don't you? I mean, That's it, I don't, but. There's no scientific proof. I don't believe in a soul. I don't know, is the answer. I just don't know. Nope. Don't want to commit either way. Well, either way, I say more monkey glands in people. <laughs> Let's try it. What have we got to lose in today in modern Britain? What have we got to lose? I'm all for it, like growing ears on the back of mice and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. That's awesome. I love that picture. It's like, that's a freaky. I bet that mouse can hear fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, what'd you say, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> said your hair looks shit. <laughs> I think that's enough of Dr. Bowardoff and his monkey balls. Interesting story though, Mike. Yeah. Full credit. I love the fact that Wolverhampton Wonders tried it. Yeah. And they went on to be really... But it could be the placebo effect. Yeah, it is. 10-0 was impressive. 10-1? 10-1. 10-1. And 7-0. And, and Everton and Leicester were good, ter- good signs back then. I mean, they should have been getting beat like that. But then again, we are talking about an era of football where people play 1-1-10 <laughs> instead of yeah. 4-4-2. So maybe they just got lucky with the tactics. But yeah, Wolves were a good team back then. A good team the, now? Up until the 60s. Yeah. 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 Well, they're a good team now. Yeah. They pull the finger out there almost. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's end the show on some weird news then. I oh, could just mention the monkey gland. Uh, oh, monkey gland. If you do, want, if you do really want some monkey gland in you, yeah, you can uh, go and get a cocktail. If you go to Harry's New York bar in Paris, France, you can have the cocktail of gin, orange juice, grenadine, and absinthe. Mm-hmm. Sounds like mine. Mmm. I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll go for that. Weird news then. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. All right. Um, Centre for Disease Control. I only found out about that place from the first season of The Walking Dead when they ended up there. The other, ah, that's what it is. Uh, people are dying after drinking hand sanitizer. Oh my god, didn't they, uh, you know, move on from like the, the pods? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobs. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says people are getting sick and even dying from ingesting hand sanitizer. Since the coronavirus pandemic began, hand sanitizer has become much more prevalent. It's great for keeping hands clean, but it's not safe to swallow. And have you. This hand sanitizer has dried out my hands. Has it? It's complete. My hands are, look look forty. They look three years old than the rest of me. <laughs> They've aged. I need a, I need a manicure. <laughs> or what is it? A manicure, pedicure. Yeah, yeah, manicure. yeah man, I need a manicure. You need to inject some monkey balls into your hands. Well, well maybe I should. <laughs> you see, and you were mocking it. The CDC says some children might drink hand sanitizer as a mistake and some people might incorrectly think it's a substitute for alcoholic drinks. Oh, fuck. The US Food and Drug Administration recently put out a warning to be on the lookout for methanol in some hand sanitizers distributed in the US. Yeah, it's... it's What's happening. that tweet say? Uh, swallowing hand sanitizers to contain methanol can cause permanent blindness or death if not treated. People should immediately discontinue use of hand sanitizers... Even if you, it can poison people to their skin. Who is putting methanol in hand sanitizers? Fuck. People drink anything, don't they? They will. They will. Fifteen adults in Arizona and New Mexico were hospitalised in May and June for methanol poisoning after consuming alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Four of them died. Six developed seizures while in the hospital, and three were discharged with new visual impairments. Oh. It's gone so, down to Trump, hasn't it? And yeah. all the, the bleach gag and that. Yeah. I was just thinking that. So, oh, hey, yeah. is there no way we could, like, inject bleach into ourselves? For fuck's sake. I mean, everyone's... Oh, they're always being sarcastic. No, he fucking wasn't. He's talking to the world's press. He's suggesting injecting yourself with bleach. <laughs> oh, I know. 
having like, you know, a brainstorm there. Yeah, it's a great idea. He thought, he genuinely thought that was the greatest idea he's ever had. He's even, he looked at the doctor. He was like, isn't that a great idea? (laughs) She's like, look, no. The look on her face was one of horror and shock. (laughs) (laughs) That's a mania. I mean, oh, the President of the United States is saying, I know their health care is not great in America, but there's better ways to deal with COVID than injecting yourself in bleach. <laughs> Just wear the damn mask. Yeah. Just put the damn mask on. Fuck <laughs> me. We say this a lot. We love the Americans, but God, you're dumb. <laughs> Some of them. Some of them are Not our good. listeners. They're clever. Mm. Of course. Of course. But no... That's not a good thing to do. Don't drink hand sanitizer. I know that it's been hot. <laughs> I know that there's nothing better than a cold beer on a hot day. But stop putting your hand sanitizer in the fridge it's cool. and, dr- and drinking <laughs> it in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> it's cool on your hands. It, it, it is. like cool as it goes down the throat. Like, people are like, oh. Maybe it tastes fucking ace. <laughs> but at the same time, don't uh, fancy don't dying, do it, don't do it, having a seizure, or going blind. Please don't drink hand sanitizer. I do not tell you to do anything. I can't believe they have to tell people not to. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> because, because Mike, these the hardcore conspiracy theorist. He's not a sheep. He doesn't follow instructions on labels. That's what the mainstream media wants you to think, Mike. Don't drink hand sanitizer. They've been selling me whiskey for all these years. I can drink this. It's cheaper. Uh, it's not. Have you seen the price of it in B&M? <laughs> it's not now. Hey, the shop by me was charging 10 quid for a little bottle of the height of Covid. Dang. Profiteering bastard. At least you dropped the price on lager. Vultures. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's become an alcoholic. Everyone, everyone's got fat and alcohol fueled in lockdown. It's incredible. <laughs> and me too. <laughs> but I still don't want to go back to work. Go then, Mike. You want to do the next one? Yep. Bald Eagle attacks government drone and sends it to the bottom of Lake Michigan. How ironic. The Bald Eagle, the symbol of American freedom, taking down a drone designed to spy on the people of America. Presumably. In a rare case of nature taking on a man-made machine and winning, a Bald Eagle attacked and destroyed a government drone that was flying above Lake Michigan on an environmental monitoring mission. It's like cutting your nose off to spite your face with yeah. the eagle, isn't it? It's like, ah, oh, this drone's monitoring the, the environment, you yeah. know? And this eagle's just like, ah, fuck you. We don't want to be monitored. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sheep, we're eagles. The Phantom 4 Pro Advanced Quadcopter was about 662 feet in the sky when it is thought the bird of prey attacked, possibly mistaking the flying machine for a rival bird or tasty snack. <laughs> It wasn't that advanced if it didn't have some little shotgun right? <laughs> it should have fired flares. <laughs> 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 got an eagle incoming. Fire flares. <laughs> <laughs> eagle one. <laughs> eagle one. Fox three. <laughs> eagle 20. Fox two. <laughs> oh, I love Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> the drone had one of its propellers torn off and spiralled from the sky, sinking to the bottom of the lake. It's got four propellers, though. It should have just stayed in the air. That thing... That- the the the, helico- the helicarrier in Avengers stayed up in the air when it had an engine blown out. You'd think four would be enough, three would be enough. You know, just throwing yeah, that out there. Lopsided, for sure. No, oh, they just basically didn't have Iron Man flying round turning the propeller, did it? No. Nah. 
the pilot of the drone, Hunter King. Oh God! What, what a shit name! <laughs> is that is that his drone flying name or actually his name? I imagine it's his name. If it's his name, that's awesome. If it's his drone fly, if it's his drone flying name, that's shit. It's like someone on the internet that calls themselves like Big Dick Sixty Nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Hunter King. No, you're not, mate. Well, apparently, been mapping shoreline erosion for use in the agency's efforts to document and help communities around Lake Michigan cope with high water levels and suddenly it began twirling furiously. It was really like a bad roller coaster ride taking. When he looked up, the drone was gone and an eagle was flying away, apparently unheard. Do you think the eagle was just like, I don't mind drones, but you're doing this for such boring fucking reasons, I'm actually going to take it down. Soil erosion, eh? Yeah, I hope so. He <laughs> <laughs> just saw this fucking eagle strike, dude. Ah! He's trying to punch an imaginary eagle that only he can see. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there weren't any birds left in America that they kept hitting all the windmills. Oh yeah, oh, yeah they do, so they've got bird graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, I love a bald eagle. Right? Look at that bastard. Looks majestic. Yeah. I wouldn't mind one of them as a pet. It does look mean. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Assassin's Creed Od- I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the minute and my, my character has an eagle called Icarus. Mm. He uses I use it to scout out enemies. There you go. Hopefully he won't fly too close to the sun. Yeah. Uh, well alright. I'm down for that actually. I like I like e- I like bird attacks on drones. Birds have been getting like hit by airplanes for fucking years. It's nice to see an eagle taking a bit of revenge. Uh, yeah. Alright then Claire. This one's yours. Toronto, 550 people exposed to COVID-19 at Toronto Strip Club. Well, if you're going to get exposed to COVID-19... It's worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Timmy's all got a cough. <laughs> so, health officials in the Canadian city of Toronto have warned that as many as 550 people have been exposed to the coronavirus due to a downtown strip club <laughs> after an employee tested positive for the virus. She must have been given it. <laughs> <laughs> was it the stripper or was it the barman? That's the thing we don't... Oh, we're going to find out. We may find out. So, the, the potential exposure took place just days after the... Brass uh, Rail Tavern, one of the city's best-known strip clubs, was allowed to reopen. The employee worked shifts in early August in the city. uh, uh, The city said a statement without dealing with the capacity in which the employee worked. So they they haven't actually told us what, what, you know. Do you think she was like, say it's a stripper... And some she's doing a private dance on some she's like, it's twenty ducks, there's twenty Canadian dollars spit in my mouth. Tina Turner. I'm a private dancer. <laughs> oh no, please Tina, go away. Go away. <laughs> I mean she had great legs. Just don't grab the beaver. You've seen me growling. <laughs> Twenty quid, you can see me growling. <laughs> oh, please go away, Tina. <laughs> please. So, health officials said that they have reached out to the clients that have left their details in the establishment. Oh my god. Oh, the contactating <laughs> Magic explaining that to the missus. Yes. Where did you get your Someone's got... called the house, darling. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the the brass. Real tavern. Jen, you know when you said you went round Bob's? <laughs> well, mm. uh, you want something you want to tell me, dear? 
You're married, Claire. What would you say if your husband had uh, contracted well, COVID? Well, we don't have like, house phones these days, so hopefully well, it would just be like straight to mobile. I'd just be like living in bliss. Like ignorant bliss. <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur, he'd tell me, or, you know, oh, he's having a great time. I'm a pretty liberal woman, you know. These days. These days, <laughs> yeah, you've got, you, you've got to be pretty liberal, you know. Yeah, and it's better COVID than the clap. <laughs> yeah, That's sure, true, yeah. sure, you yeah. know. It's better than, um, hi, uh, you've got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> so, any symptoms? Uh, yeah, so public health experts, however, questioned how many patrons would have handed over their legitimate contact information. <laughs> there we go, that solved that problem. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't have got the call. <laughs> Don't he got the call? That was an awful fucking slogan for the Ghostbusters 2016 movie. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't realise we'd make the reference. <laughs> Who's got the call? Get the call. I don't know. Either way, it's shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was really going to give their own address, you know. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't, I don't think. No. You, you're not good, who are you? Ontario as Premier waded on Friday. There were 500 people. You've got to practice social distancing. You've got to put on a mask. I know it sounds ironic talking about that, but you've got to. I feel sorry for people when they go to their house and tell them they were at the brass rail equipped. That's what I feel sorry for. Sorry for the spouse. Seriously, man. I hope I'm going to that one. That's a quote. <laughs> He's a guy who's Ontario's Premier. I suppose that's like the mayor. Yeah. He's like, yeah, seriously, man, I You know he's high as fuck. Canada's legalised weed, don't mm-hmm. like, Yeah, man, you know, don't really need that. Oh, yes. <sighs> 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 he's doing a bong. <laughs> now, watch me take this bong. <laughs> watch me take this bucket. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Poor bastards. Yep. Ah, oh, that's weird news. Yeah, should we go into fucked up facts? Fucked up facts to finish the show. Can the jingle? Facts, facts, fucked up facts, jingle pending. <laughs> in 2010, this is relevant, the president of Kazakhstan instructed scientists to discover the elixir of life. <laughs> right. Is <laughs> he just like, yeah. the president of where, sorry? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, so he's just like, hey, scientists, top scientists, come here. Guess the elixir of life, would you? So I want to be president for life. Sort that shit out, man. I want to be president forever. I'm like Vigo. Vigo the Carpathian. After two years, a scientist returned and presented him with yogurt. <laughs> so why is yogurt? Did he know it was yogurt? There's so many unanswered questions. Did he know it was yogurt? Did he take it thinking it was the elixir of life and they just started conning him? Did he behead the scientists immediately? <laughs> Did he behead the scientists immediately? Like, what, he turns up with a fucking... Give me a yoghurt brand, somebody. <laughs> onken. <laughs> Turn up with an onken vanilla... Onken fucking yoghurt. There you go, strawberry flavour. <laughs> the elixir of life turns out strawberry flavoured. <laughs> so many unanswered questions with that one. Is he still alive? No idea. Oh... All right. Okay. The town motto of normal, Illinois, Where? normal, no, normal, is everything is just as it seems. Hmm. All right. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer don't panic myself. <laughs> In Vermont, debt collectors can seize most of your possessions, but are prohibited 
from seizing your last ten sheep or last three swarms of bees. Oh, how many bees in a swarm? Hundreds, thousands, God knows. I didn't even know that would work. I was, I thought when he, when you said Toronto, I was well, like, how would you nick those bees? <laughs> well, yeah, how did? Well, take away the nets, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, take the whole hive, catch it, lift it up. Yeah, we've got bees. Well, we had we got bees at work, and it was quite ironic. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna put these bees in. They're gonna pollinate everything. We're gonna be environmental. We're gonna sell the honey." It was just ironic. The guy assigned to look after them was the guy that looked the most like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> 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 it was ironic. The best thing is they've got them on the corner of the road. And there's two lanes, mm. right? So they're on the outside and on the corner, and the inside is for cars to go on the car park, and the outside is for lorries to go around to the dispatch your goods in. So how many bees get splattered on front of these fucking lorries every day? Mm. I'm surprised there's any left. Or the you know the honey isn't um, intoxicating mm. fumes. <laughs> well, apparently the honey does taste awful. I've never had it, but I've oh, told like a can of honey. Oh, I want that can of cannabis honey. honey. Oh. oh, that's what we should do. You know, that's what, that's our plan. We get our export license, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or well, we just get a license to grow weed. Mm -hmm. Then we go right. We unleash bees into the greenhouse. Bees all around the the side yeah, yeah, yeah. of the, the plantation. They'll collect that can of honey, cannabis THC, all mm -hmm. that, all the goodness. Put it into honey. We'll make a fucking fortune because we. Because we'll set it like all. <laughs> yeah, Mike would be. Mike would literally have his head stuck in a beehive. <laughs> they only want to take the pollen though. Yeah, but they turned that into honey, didn't they? That's, that's, isn't that how it works? No, you'd, you'd have to have the bees eating the THC, so, and they'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, we, we never need to the place. Yeah. They'd, we, just be they'd like, never make honey with them. <laughs> <laughs> we'd never need to wear suits, though. They'd be too high. Like, hey, bees! It all come into one sort of all. Hey, Ben! <laughs> Form it in the air. <laughs> hey, bees! <laughs> Where's the queen gone? She's <laughs> just like. <laughs> oh, go on then, Mike. What's right. your next one? Yeah, Claire, would you like this? Female butterflies have an extra stomach like organ near their vaginas that digests excess sperm after mating. Ooh, these fish slutty fish. butterflies! How <laughs> <laughs> hey, much dick are these butterflies taking? I thought they only lived for a couple of days. Damn. Wow, that's a lot of fucking in a couple of. Yeah, they, they, got, they, got, they all lay them, them their legs, mm -hmm. they? Any sperm doesn't away. make it. Gobble it up. Wow. I had a girlfriend like that once. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks were around before trees. I believe that. Yeah, because yeah, they're dinosaurs, aren't they? Technically, or they're descendants of like megalodons. Megalodons and all sorts, yeah. I've seen that film Meg. Oh, really? Well, you wasted your life I didn't, on that shit. I didn't pay that much attention. I was, I was pretty high. You might have fell asleep. <laughs> I might have fell asleep. I did wake up and someone was getting eaten. My time. Yeah. <laughs> Jaws wasn't great though. Oh, Jaws is classic. Yeah, it's Jaws it's a classic. classic in the cult way, isn't it? It's sort of like, oh. I think it's a bit shit. Well, you, you could say that about loads of cult films, couldn't you? No, I guess so. You know, I introduced the Evil Dead to my, my other half and someone else in that, in that. I was like, oh my God, this is classic. And they're just like, this is tragic. No. They've never watched it before. Oh, that's amazing. Which oh, one? The first one. I prefer the second and third. Yeah, but the first one's the one that gets you gripped, isn't it? Yeah. Gripped, but, you know, with, with the story. <laughs> the Necronomicon. Yes. Yeah. 
I do like Ash vs. Evil Dead to them. It's, you know, got cool. Yeah, 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 I love it. Evil Dead films, brilliant. Evil Dead 4? Evil Dead films. Oh, right, I'd missed that one. I love the third one. I guess would be the same, wouldn't it? The third one's so fucking cheesy, I love it. That's gonna be a movie pick one day. Shop smart. Shop S <laughs> Say hello to my boomstick. Um, <laughs> a 1529 manual on how to dance to impress girls specifically recommends, quote, never fart when you are dancing, grit your teeth and compel your arse to hold back the fart. That's where I've been going wrong. <laughs> Always let one rip one of the girls and she knows what she's in for. Yeah. <laughs> let her run the relationship. Yeah, shut myself. <laughs> That's where you're going wrong. Oh. Don't shit yourself when you're dancing with a girl. That's <laughs> mm. yeah, not a good look. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no one Dance wants to. when you shut yourself. <laughs> no one wants to. You, you literally. The smell and then mm. a bit's gonna just pop down your leg and pop onto the dance floor and you hope no one notices but there's someone and someone slips over in it. Then <laughs> <laughs> the shame. And then the shame. Who was that? It wasn't me, but then another bit falls out. <laughs> 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 oh reminds me of our first school disco. <laughs> Dog fact. Recent study shows that most dogs are motivated to rescue their owners if they're in distress. <laughs> Max is motivated to save me if I've got a biscuit on me. I'll be up with it. But many are not intelligent enough to figure out how to do so. That's definitely Stella, my dog. For sure. Like, bitch, you're drowning. <laughs> you just stood there, bar- stood there barking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, my mum like texts Max out to like five in the morning sometimes. You know, it's still dark in the winter though, and she never feels worried because she knows, you know, he's there. So it's like, and he's a deterrent. I mean, he's like fucking huge. So, but I do wonder whether he, know, ah, he's pretty protective. I think he he probably would do something. He'd certainly let her growl. <laughs> I think so. I hope so. No, my dog would want to go for a, for a love off the other person, <laughs> for sure, and just ditch me. I think if someone punched me and I fell over, I think he'd go for him. I think that might come in. Got to land that punch to Annie. Got to land that punch, got to duck and weave. I think you should start with your training, Rosebud. Got to duck and weave. Fly like a butterfly, spin like a bee. Don't need the dog, don't need the dog. Jab, jab. <laughs> <laughs> It is illegal to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia, unless you can prove you're a practising magician. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hmm. Do they eat rabbits? No, because they had that massive rabbit invasion, didn't they, in Australia? Yeah, they'd have other meat to good use then. Mm. Mind you, you can't live on... There's no, rab- no wild rabbits there. Oh. No, they're infesti- infested with him. Was it? Yeah. It was like... That's uh, when they invented that mix of mitosis, wasn't it? I didn't realise that was man-made. I think it was. Or they just infected a load of rabbits and put them out there. Yeah, probably. Probably that way. Yeah. 
we spread it to kill them. Oh, that's that's a horrible were, death, that is. Yeah. I used to go rabbiting. If I'd say a mixer, a mixer, I'd put out his misery. The four ten shotguns of the face. You see that within a, a rabbit that wasn't either. No, the f yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I sold them for beer. <laughs> it was fine. It's not like there's a shortage of rabbits. Not in the Shire. Not in the Shire. There's a shortage of rabbits, Mike. I was saying that it was like every rabbit I bought in, he gave me a pint. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that, am I? Nah. The game pint. Eight pints on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> For free. According to European folklore, a beekeeper must tell their bees about the important events happening in their lives. I've heard about people genuinely talking to the bees yeah. to make them produce better honey. The bee should also be invited to weddings and funerals or calamity would befall their keeper. <laughs> oh, bees! Oh, yeah! Hey. I mean, I'm not invited a swarm of fucking killer bees. <laughs> killer <laughs> bees? Stoned! Yeah, yeah stoned. <laughs> I invited my canoes, bees at the wedding, darling. I, that's alright. He's <laughs> all swarming round in the church. <laughs> Someone goes into anaphylactic shock and have a funeral too. <laughs> A two for one. God love a twofer. <laughs> Urban foxes in the UK appear to be self-domesticating, much like wild cats did twelve thousand years ago. Does that mean I have a pet fox suit? I have a pet fox. Oh, they stink, man. Oh, no, it's domestic. You just live in your house. Yeah. It would stink, wouldn't it? It's domesticated. It's, it's like a little dog. Mm. I went onto the um, the shooting and game fair at Western Park, and they had like a they had a a fox cub, like literally, I think it was like literally weeks old. Must have been orphaned or something. It's almost sent it for like 200 quid. And I was like, oh fuck, I wish I had 200 quid. I'd have had that. Mm. Trained it as a, have raised it as a dog. Ever been to, uh, you know, you farm, looked at the, the foxes, it reeks. Yeah, that's because there's loads of them living on a farm. If it's in your mm. house, like chickens stink. Well, skunks stink. Well, skunks stink. Fox, fox, you know, I'll put that next to Foxes place. don't. They I never smelt them, but I've seen them. Next to a fox, like a skunk, I think they breed. Yeah, but you bath it and it's domesticated. It's like a little puppy. Aww. Skunks are meant to be the best pets for depression. Are they? Mm -hmm. Well, there's someone that had a skunk. Yeah. yeah. A mutual friend yeah, had a skunk. Really yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to that skunk. I don't know. No. Wait, did he have a skunk? How did he get a skunk? I don't Maybe know. Maybe we should ask him. He used to post pictures of the said skunk, and now he doesn't. Yeah. Now he's got a dog. Should we name like, him? Nah, nah, best not. Friend of the skunk, yeah, we'll call him that. Yeah, I'd have a, I suppose I would have a skunk, but the thing is with a skunk, I'd probably like sit on it or something by accident. Mm. You know, you'd be in the middle chin on the sofa, and I'd think, not notice it and just sit on it. And like, oh shit, of course. Remember he almost sat on Chester. Chester I did. Sit on the chair, and Ben was like, and just in time he got out. He was asleep. You would have crushed him. I didn't see him, he's remarkably camouflaged for a ginger bastard. <laughs> what, just an orange blanket on there? Yeah, no. <laughs> I was cat-sitting... I was cat-sitting for a week with for Chester, and I come in from work, and usually, like, every day, he'd, like, let me out, I want to go out. I've been in the house straight hours, let me out, I want to go. So I'd open the top window, he'd go out the window. So I opened the top window, sat down on the sofa, give it till sort of midnight, and I was like, okay, well, where the fuck's the cat? So I went out, so I called him and everything. Now it turns out he's been asleep on the fucking chair all, all night. I didn't even noticed. <laughs> he's surprisingly stealthy, that the, the show cat, Chester. Yeah, does sleep a lot. 
Just like his, his owner. <laughs> I know that I won't get an answer off bike before 3 pm. Uh, <laughs> I messaged him, I'm like, I messaged him earlier, like, I've got off the phone with you, Claire, to sort this out. I messaged Mike and said, Claire's coming tonight, she's gonna, she's gonna do the pod with mm. us. And I knew that I wouldn't get her a pod at least 3 o'clock. And I half two today. Half two, eh? <laughs> You'd be knackered, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bed soon. Eight hours a week. Trying to emulate the cat. Sleep 18 hours a day. That longevity mm. instead of the monkey balls. I see. Yeah. <laughs> That's just nice and fucking depressed. I want to sleep it away. <laughs> and that probably gives us an insight into Mike's mental state. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Yeah, just keep smoking, baby. <laughs> In the 1960s, the Swiss government spent more on advertising and subsidising cheese than it did on the army. Completely worthwhile, in my opinion. Cheese is fucking ace. Love cheese. I'm going to become a tyromancer. Mm-hmm. That is someone who uses cheese to predict the future. It's magic with a K. Yeah, it's a thing. I'll send you the link later. Right, okay, I'll, I'll give it a read. I'm, I'm Why going, not? I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a robe. It's going to have a picture of a chunk of cheese on the back. I'm going to start doing tyromancy. Cheese magic. Gotta love cheese magic. I had some cheese magic the other day. I've just yeah. tried halloumi for the first time. Oh, before. really? Yeah, and the, the squeakiness. Mm. Yeah, I'm down with that. No. Yeah. I, uh, I used... I could sit there, if you gave me like a packet of a hundred cheese slices, mm-hmm. even like plastic cheese, the worst the type. Worst cheese. Yeah, I'd still sit there and eat the entire hundred slices until I went blind. And the Americans out there, they, they got canned cheese. I know. They? Why don't they do that again? Because it's probably full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do, it's it's like chicken. Like, it's like this chlorinated chicken. It's like canned cheese. Canned cheese, I'm going for like, it's 3% cheese and 97% cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right. Cheese. Oh, fucking love me cheese. Real cheese. Any cheese? Oh, yeah. I had a pumpkin. Cannabis cheese. Cannabis cheese. Cannabis cheese. We get a load of goats to eat some cannabis leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Milk them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then we do that, yes. We should should make cannabis dairy farms. Cannabis everything. It does make you smile, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does. The problem I have is like, what if something really serious happens that we all need to pay attention to and everyone's just off their tits? <laughs> oh, God, like, oh, man, what's up? Imagine fucking... everybody in the world stoned, though. How much of a happier, better place would it be? Nothing to get done. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some stuff keeps ticking over. <laughs> Obviously, not pilots and things are doing important things. Like... <laughs> that's all autopilot. Yeah, they've, anyway. they've only got to land it. They only have to take off and land. You know, yeah, they're getting sucked off in the shit. Driving the plane. <laughs> we know why it's called the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Last fact also has cock in it. Cockroaches get anxious when someone is watching them. Look, yeah, they so they should because I have to fucking tread on the bastard. <laughs> Mm. Fucking hate them things, vile creatures. Some really big ones in Spain. Oh, yeah, yes. They're on steroids over there, <laughs> aren't they? Mm. 
They are fueled by all the lager piss from the tourists. <laughs> yes. I got off the plane the other the year and I went, why does like Spain smell like piss? <laughs> <laughs> we, we were trying to go, but I think, I think it's the, the sewerage system and the heat hitting the ground. Oh, it's got to yeah. be, man. It just reeks, yeah. doesn't it? Go to Spain, it's lovely. <laughs> Don't know about in Cyprus. Oh, actually, one of our top listeners is Spanish, so you mean it to apologise. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry it's Spanish. What's, what's Spanish? We're sorry. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's lovely. I'm, really, I'm still going back next year. <laughs> I love it. Cyprus? It smells, it smells like the festival. So <laughs> well, that's it. You know, you get that, after the second day at a festival, you get that pissy mud smell. Yeah. Because you, you get it on you. And it's all in the ground. I mean, you, well, the the urinals at a festival because there's always Something like special you, you've got the <laughs> you've got the sort of the, all the portaloos, and then you've got this like special little bank of disposable urinals made out of plastic and just portaloos for pissing basically. It's quite amusing but, when you get your shiwi and you go opposite another. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that? Yeah, and then oh. they're like. They're like it, it, it's, he or she, or she, or she. Uh, <laughs> and then they sort of smile and put the, the, the cock away. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Were you silently judging? No, I, wasn't, I didn't even see anything. I was just too. I was so drunk. You know, I was just just peeing for my life. Like, the queue was so much smaller. Well, that's so it. You can just usually you can just stroll into the urinal section. There's exactly. A couple of massive banks of them. You're fine. But my god, it just smells like pissy I gone, mud. I should have gone the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you alright mate? You alright mate? <laughs> Ignore these. <laughs> Ignore the tits, just having a piss. <laughs> oh, I think that's it. I think that's the end of the show. Yeah. Thank you very much Claire for joining us. Yeah, thanks Claire. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, good. Hopefully we can come back again. Yeah, yeah. See what's You're welcome on. anytime, yeah. Absolutely. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join the cult. I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out, may the force be with you, as I'm a Jedi. Right. Mention. It was that force training going, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, less of that. I'm on the road to being a Jedi, oh, yeah. I'm in the cult of Jedi, or whatever it's called, the Church of Jedi. Church. Oh, it's just a Jedi temple, man. It's not a cult. Stop waving your hands, you're making me think what you want me to yeah. think. <laughs> Damn you and your mind tricks. <laughs> And I've been Claire, don't drink hand sanitizer and pod safely. That's it, thank you.